to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. blessing that you have blessed us today we thank you for restoring us for healing us and taking us deeper pray lord that your spirit will continue to be with us in jesus name amen amen wonderful wonderful well i just wanted to just briefly touch on the subject that we were sharing last week about um wise as serpents and we are talking about the five principles for overcoming handicaps five principles for overcoming handicaps and we were saying that shepherds are masters of overcoming handicap they are masters at overcoming handicaps you remember yes so our foundational scripture is taken from matthew chapter 10 and verse 16 and it says Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. This is a very powerful statement that Jesus made. And surprisingly, you know, he's directing us to the wisdom of serpents, the wisdom of serpents. And this wisdom, he is bringing it out or highlighting it when he said, He's sending his disciples as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now, if you are sheep and you are living or you are going in the midst of wolves, you are at high risk. That means you are going to be surrounded by a lot of enemies. Do you understand? You are going to be surrounded by a lot of enemies. And so, in effect, what Jesus was saying is that when you are surrounded by enemies or when you are surrounded by or you are living in an environment where there is so much against you and so much to destroy you, so much to bring you down, the way to prevail, the way to survive is to be as wise as serpents. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So when you happen to have had any type of experience that puts you in a situation where there is so much against you, there is so much prevailing against you and bringing you down, the way to prevail is to be as wise as serpents. And the first principle, now I want to give you some five principles quickly, five principles of uh, for overcoming handicaps. Okay, now when you have handicaps, it means there are things that are rising against your promotion, rising against your prosperity, rising against you moving forward. Okay, and anything that prevents you from moving forward or prevents you from advancing is becoming a handicap in your life. Hallelujah. And so the first step, the first principle is overcome your handicaps by assuming the stance and posture of an overcomer. Okay, you can overcome handicaps. I want you to listen very carefully. It's a very short um, sermon. You can overcome handicaps by assuming, taking the stance of, or taking the posture of an overcomer, okay? Assuming the stance and the posture of an overcomer. 
Now, remember that you will be rewarded for what you overcome. You remember. And Revelations 21 verse 7, the Bible says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Music. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. That means you need to overcome to inherit. It means that God gives us all things, but he says we must overcome in order to inherit what he gives us. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. God is the one that is giving us, but we still have to overcome. He says, he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. So to be a son of God, a daughter of God, a child of God, you ought to overcome. To receive the blessings of God, you ought to be a person who is an overcomer. Hallelujah. And we are saying that one of the principles for overcoming is to take the stance or position of an overcomer. Have the mindset of an overcomer. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 26. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 26. Now, in this scripture, we can read the NIV for time's sake so that it's straightforward and you'll just simply understand as we read it. Numbers 13 and verse 26. You know, it says Numbers 13 and verse 26. This is when Moses had sent these spies, okay, to spy on Jericho and to bring information. You know, when the Lord was giving them the promised land, there were enemies in the land. So Moses sent spies to go and spy the land. And when they came back, this is the report. It says, the Bible says, they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. Hallelujah. So this is the report that they brought when they went to spy the land that God has promised to give them. Mm. When Moses sent them, go and see how the land looks like and make sure that you bring fruits from the land. So they came back and the next verse, it says, Verse 24, verse 27, it says, they give Moses this account. Here is their report. They said, we went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. This is the promise of God, you see. It says, the land does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. We have evidence of the fruit in the land. Verse 28. But the people who live there are powerful. Mm. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. Anak were giants. And we said, we saw the descendants of Anak. We saw the descendants of giants there. The next verse. Let's flow. Let's flow. It says, the Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and the Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Mm. Okay. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, you see, because the report that these people brought, they, they, they brought a report and the stance that they were taking, 
was that we, there's no way we can defeat and take over the land that God is giving us. Mm. Then Caleb silenced the people. He stopped them from talking before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. Now that is a stance of Mm. an overcomer. That is a position of an overcomer. He says we should go up and take possession of the land because we can certainly do it. Hallelujah. We can certainly do it. For he says, then the next verse, he says, but the man who had gone up with him said, we can't take those people. They are stronger than we are. Amen. Amen. Move, move, move. Let's move, move. Let's move. It says, and they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land. They spread a bad report about the land they had explored. They said the land we explored devours those living in it. Can you imagine? They said the land eats their own people. Meanwhile, there were people in the land. So you see, God is giving them the land, but these people are taking a stance of non-overcomers. Handicap. They are taking, they they are seeing handicap and they are placing themselves as we can never overcome this handicap. And they are magnifying the handicap, adding to the handicap, making the handicap bigger. Mm. And we do this. We do this Mm. all the time. There are certain handicaps in our lives. But unless we take a stance, Mm. sometimes we have experienced some bad marriage before. Mm. And you magnify it such that you are even afraid of marrying again. You can't see any good in man. You can't see any good in woman. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? And you magnify it. You add to it. Now, when you magnify it, it will appear big in your eyes. The peoples, they were magnifying it in their hearts, in their minds, and in their souls. They said, the land we explored, they eat their own people. Forgive. Meanwhile, they saw people in the land. Who were surviving. (laughs) And then they said, all the people we saw, you see, they saw people. All the people we saw there are of great size. You see, the next verse. We saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. That means the descendants of the giants. And we seemed, and that is what, when you magnify, when you magnify a handicap, this is what becomes. It says, we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And we looked the same to them. How did they know? <laughs> you didn't ask them, how do we look in your eyes? But you have magnified it that the problem has become so big that you yourself, you see in your own eyes as a grasshopper before the problem. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Sometimes, you know, as a young woman, maybe you have had, you know, look, I don't, I don't condone any form of abuse. I do not condone any form of abuse. If you have been abused, may the Lord heal you, may the Lord deliver you. And anyone who abuses any person ought to be in jail. True. But sometimes as a young woman, you have been touched the wrong way. Some um, um, cousin abused you, some 
um, 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 neighbor abuse you, uncle abuse you, and you have come to another place now in a land or in a society that we live in, that this problem is being magnified every day. This problem, now it is a major topic and it has been magnified. And so it's appear in your eyes that because of this problem, you can never become any woman anymore. You can never become a great woman. You can never become a great wife. You can never become a great mother. You can never become a great person. This problem has become so magnified that you yourself, you seem like a grasshopper in your own eyes. And now every form of setback in your life, you attribute and relate it to this problem. You say, is the reason why I can't keep a job? Is the reason why I'm always late to work? Is the reason why I cannot wake up when the alarm goes off? Is the reason why when I study, I cannot remember? Is the reason why I can't keep a relationship? Is the reason you attribute everything to it because the problem has been magnified? It's a handicap, yes, but you can rise up and take a stand and say, We can do this, I can overcome this, I can also become a wife. I can also become a mother. I can also move forward. I can also rise up and challenge this situation and let not this problem overcome me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Last time I was sharing with you, some of you have magnified mathematics. Math has become a monumental mountain in your eyes. That as for math, when they mention math, you start getting chills, you start getting fever, you start getting diarrhea, you start getting palpitation. Everything, the moment somebody says, go to school, you start getting diarrhea <laughs> because of math. Someone says, go to school, you say, I'm getting, I'm, I'm leaving the marriage because you are worrying me with school. I'm going, it's because of this, you, you, all kinds of problems. Because of math, because you have magnified math. If you are coming to talk to me about this, it means I have to face math. I have to face this monument, this mountain. And I tell you, if you take a stance of a can-do man, a can-do woman, says I can do all things through Christ, through Christ who strengthens you, and the Christ in you, it says that the greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. And so you can overcome every mountain if you take the stance of an overcomer. Amen. And that is what this Caleb said. He rose up and silenced these people and says, we can overcome. We can go. We can overcome. Let's go. We can overcome. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And if you continue to read on this scripture, if you continue to read on, Joshua, um, Numbers chapter 13, I think, we're, where were we? Did we finish reading um, chapter 13? It says, okay, verse 33. Now, the next chapter, I think the next verse or the next chapter. The next chapter. It says, that night, all the people of the community raised their voices and wept loud because of their statements. The people wept loud. And then the next verse, verse 2, it says, all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron and the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this desert. Look at the problem that they are bringing. And I'm telling you, whenever you magnify problem, you'll kill the souls and the spirits of the people. Mm. And now the people's spirit was dampened, dampened. 
And this is the land that God has promised them. And so the Bible is saying, it says that he that overcometh shall inherit all things. Amen. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, you have a handicap of being a grasshopper in your own eyes, but God is expecting you to take the stance of an overcomer. Amen. To take the stance of an overcomer. Amen. And so if you continue to read it, just jump to verse 5 or verse 6, and let's keep going because we don't have time to read. It's a very powerful thing. We don't have time to read all of that. It says, and Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly and gathered there. Verse, verse 6, keep going, keep going. Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes. So these two people, they also went as part of the spies. They tore their clothes. They were disappointed by the report. And then they said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. The land is good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Amen. Only, listen to this, only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will swallow them up. Amen. That is a stance of a can-do man. That is a stance of an, uh, of an overcomer. And do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will swallow them up. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Hallelujah. He says, do yeah. not be afraid of the people. Go back to that verse. You see, he says, do not be afraid of the people. Beloved, do not be afraid of mathematics. Do not be afraid of um, um, uh, algebra. Do not be afraid of calculus. Do not be afraid of nursing school. Do not be afraid. You can do it. Amen. You can do it. Only be not afraid. Do not be afraid. You can swallow mathematics. Amen. You can swallow child abuse. Oh, yes. You can rise up and become a great woman. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That's right. Yes. Teaching power. So see what God will do and see. Says, you just rise up, take on the stance of an overcomer and see what God will do. He says, their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not be afraid of them. Amen. Amen. Another instance, there was the, the people of Israel were being attacked in the book of Chronicles, Second Chronicles. They were being attacked. And Jehoshaphat was under siege by these great, great nations that were around him. And he was afraid. He was afraid. And he was not able to rise up. He was crippled. And then the spirit of the Lord came upon one Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. The spirit of the Lord came upon him. And in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 15, he said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. He says, listen, this is what the Lord says in 2 Chronicles 20 and verse 15. He says, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Because of this vast enemy or vast army, 
for the battle is not yours, but God's. Amen. That is a stance of an overcomer. To take the stance of an overcomer, understand that you are a Christian and the battle is not yours. Amen. Is the Lord. That there is a greater one in you. Just acknowledge the greater one that is in you. He is the fighter. He is the one that goes to fight for you. He is the one who is an overcomer. It says, the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of this. And you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. Then he says, you will not have, verse 17, you will not have to fight this battle. He says, you will not have to fight this battle. Just take up your position. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Take up the position. You just take up the position of an overcomer. Mm. Take the stance of an overcomer. And see the deliverance of the Lord. See how the Lord will give you deliverance. Jew, Judah, and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow. And the Lord will be with you. Hallelujah. Amen. And I say to you, rise up. Rise up. Everything that seems to be a setback in your life, everything that seems to be a handicap, just rise up. Until you rise up, he says, you will inherit if you are an overcomer. And you need to rise up. Beloved, I am telling you, there is nothing that you will overcome until you rise up and say to yourself, I take the stance of an overcomer. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, if you are in this country and you have any instinct that perhaps I should go to school, I want to go to school, I am telling you to rise up and do it. You can do it. You can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. I know of classmates where, you know, in certain countries, there are a lot of setbacks and a lot of roadblocks. One, because if, for instance, you want to go to pharmacy school, there are not many. There are not many pharmacy schools, so they make everything so hard. But if God has brought you in a place like this and you want to go to school, I tell you, you can do it. You can do it. Don't look at your age. Rise up above your age. Let not your age become a handicap for you. You can do it. Just rise up and say, yes, I am 55. I am 58. I am 46. But I can still do it. I can still become this. I can still go back to school and sit with the 17, 18, 19 year olds and still do it also. Many people have done it and so can you. Just rise up and take the stance of an overcomer. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. What time do we have? Okay. It's three o'clock. All right. Well, let me just give you the points because we will not touch this again. So the second point, overcome your handicaps by knowing that everyone has handicap. Everyone, know that everyone has handicap. You must understand that everyone has handicap. Everyone that you see that is successful has handicap. And what is not a handicap to you is a handicap to the person that you see as being successful. I'm telling you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, sometimes you see, for instance, that, oh, marriage has become a handicap for you. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. But someone also sees that being single is a handicap to him or her. So what seems to be a handicap to you 
is a, another person's strength. And what you are seeing as somebody's success that you don't have, it is a handicap to the person. But you need to rise up and overcome the handicap. Hallelujah. So many people have handicaps. Many people have handicaps. But it's Satan who makes it appear to you. It's one of his deceptions to make you think that you are the only one with challenges and only one with certain handicaps. But I tell you that many people have the same problems. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 34 and 19, it says many are the affliction of the righteous. You are righteous, but you have afflictions. The fact that you are a Christian and you are righteous doesn't mean you will not have afflictions. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver you from them all. Every one of them, the Lord will deliver you. Only you need to rise up and take a stance. Hallelujah. You are not the only Christian going through some challenge. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Write these scriptures down and you can read it. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 to 10. You see that Peter was encouraging the church and telling them that the enemy goes about prowling and looking around like a rolling lion, looking whom he may devour. And this enemy's going back and forth is the same thing with every Christian all over the place. And Peter was telling them, he says, all other Christians everywhere are going through the same problems. Hallelujah. So whenever you say, why me? You must remember that several other people have said the same thing about the same thing that you are saying. True. And I can assure you, guarantee you that many other people have also risen up and overcome that same particular problem or that same situation. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Nothing yes. under the sun. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you be willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land. You have to be willing. You have to take a stance of a willing person. Hallelujah. The third one is overcome handicaps by thinking of a way to turn a handicap into an advantage. Okay. Turn a handicap into an advantage. You see, the many, the reasons why countries, certain countries have prospered is because of the handicap that they have. True. Let me show you something. If you look at almost all the developed countries, the the so-called developed advanced countries, if you look at them, they have very harsh weather conditions. They have cold winter, brutal winter, very harsh weather conditions. And because of this difficulty with the weather, half of the year is cold winter. You cannot plant. You can't do anything. It has made them develop. It has made, if you look at almost all the developed countries in Europe, in America, they all have harsh, cold winter conditions. And they have learned to survive this. Means to survive the cold. Buildings which will preserve heat. They have come up to think of all of these things. Means to store food when nobody can plant or harvest. They do all kinds of things. But if you look at all the other countries where you you have corn and by accident you throw the corn somewhere and it grows. Year round. You you, you don't, anything you put somewhere, it grows something. If you look at them, all the poor, undeveloped countries, they are like this. No hardship. No difficulty. Mm. 
And so they put mad, mad things together and they are living in and they are happy. Because no hardship, they don't develop. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? No hardship. So I'm telling you that handicap, if you rise up and use your handicap, it will make you overdevelop and grow and do greater things. If you identify that I have a handicap, you can turn your handicap into an advantage. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And number four, overcome your handicap by receiving supernatural strength for your particular handicap. Amen. Supernatural strength for your particular handicap. Amen. You see, there comes a time in life when you need to settle in your handicap and look for God, look to God for supernatural strength. That in this handicap, the Lord will give you strength. Look, Joseph was sold into slavery. You don't have time to read all of this. Joseph was sold into slavery. And he look around and he see that, listen, where I am, there's no other way. I must settle in this slave position and do it well and seek the grace of God. That Mm. God give me strength, inner strength. And he was a great slave. Mm. And through that, he moved forward. He went to prison. And in the prison, he became a great prisoner. He said, this is my situation. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Look, you have to look at your handicap. If your skin color seems to be a handicap to you, you cannot change it. You cannot change it. You must ask God for strength in your handicap. Mm. And say, yes, this is my situation. I work with these people. I do this. I do this. What should I do? Lord, show me that I will rise up. And God will give you wisdom in your handicap. God will give you inner strength in your handicap. That you, even the way you are seen, the way you are, you rise up to speak and people will listen to you. I'm telling you, when God gives you that grace, when God gives you that inner strength, you will rise up to speak and people will listen to you. Amen. They will send people to you to teach them. You, you will teach them. Mm. When you look at people who have sat down and you are speaking to them and giving them a lecture, you will not believe it. And they were there before you. Preach. And they will give you an award of the best teacher of the year. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. God giving you that strength. But don't, don't dwell on because I am this color. That is why they are treating me like this. Because I am this. Because I'm a woman. Because I'm a man. Because I'm a this. Because I'm a this. And dwelling in that handicap and just taking comfort in that handicap. But I'm telling you that you can rise up in the handicap. God giving you strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So pray that God will give you strength. There's so many things that we can share, but this is all what time and the last one overcome your handicap by embracing your god given weakness god given weakness you see and bishop was sharing he said that you know an antelope you see if you are an antelope okay if you are an antelope you will always be chased by lions do you understand if you are antelope you can you 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 can change you an antelope will always be an antelope antelope so if you are an antelope, you cannot pray to God to give you the teeth like a lion. Forgive. Okay? Or you have paws like a lion. You cannot pray for all those things. To, for God to give you strength so that you can face the lion. Mm. You can, but you can pray 
that the God will strengthen your weakness. Your legs that look like an antelope, that it becomes very fast in running. Mm. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So if you are an antelope, the best way to survive is to develop how to run away from the lion. Amen. And you can run and run and run and you not get tired and the lion will get tired. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. But the deer can run and run and run and the lion will get tired. That is Amen. your strength. Amen. That is your strength. Amen. Amen. You cannot change your accent. Don't try to change your accent. <laughs> but in your accent, ask that you learn to speak well. With Amen. your accent. Amen. You learn to speak well. That when you Amen. speak, they say, wow, he speaks like an orator. In your own accent. Not sounding like anyone. Yeah, I'm going to. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? So ask that God will give you strength. You embrace your weakness and God will magnify you. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 10. He says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak. Then am I strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So may the Lord give us strength. May the Lord fortify us in our handicaps. In what seems to be a handicap. May the Lord give us strength to rise up to overcome. And if you set in to take that stance, God will move you forward. And you will rise up to overcome your handicap. Put your hands together for the Lord and let us bring the service to a close. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you for your word. We thank you for his great wisdom. Great wisdom that you share with us. Be as wise as serpents. Father, give us that ability to study the serpent and be wise like the serpent. To know the ways of the serpent. In the name of Jesus. Father, you send us forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Give us the wisdom of the serpent to prevail. The wisdom of the serpent to rise up. The wisdom of the serpent to go forward. The wisdom of the serpent to overcome every setback and every handicap. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your mercy and for your strength. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, once again, I want to give you the opportunity. You are here. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. I want to pray with you. If there's anyone here like that, if there's anyone here like that, I want to pray with you. Say this prayer with me and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. I welcome you into my life. I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
sing Shana have been blessed with this powerful message, come and worship with us on the Zoom platform with ID number 823-299-84436 every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God richly bless you.